Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of my podcast, Multiple Voices. This episode is a little different from all of the rest. Why? Well, because I was a guest on the, the radio show called Psychic Visions, and the hosts are Jason Zook and Megan Kane. All three of us are psychics, psychic mediums, and um, we had such a good time talking because I knew Zook. I had been Zook. I knew Jason, and he had been a, a, a guest on my show, and I was a guest on his show, um, The Social Psychic. And then he got together with Megan and opened a radio um, show called Psychic Visions. I do hope you enjoy this and. Um, Give me a buzz. Bye-bye. So I want to thank you for coming on the show, Claudia. And, and from our vantage point, we're honored to have you here. For oh, Psychic how wonderful. Vision. Thank you. That's nice of you to say, Jason. You know, from our vantage point, we are trying to have practitioners who are from the spectrum of spirituality. And I yeah, feel like you're your right. The spectrum is right. right? And, you know, in this particular case, you're a professional interpreter, a college professor. You've had a, a storied career in academics. You're a psychic medium, medical intuitive, and a podcaster, yeah. among other things, as well as an author. And yeah. so, and every now and then, I have to clean my house too. So, I mean, you could throw that in. Well, <laughs> you know, I think, Megan, you could agree with me on this too. The theme of what we're doing with these first set of episodes is we're getting people from various backgrounds who aren't just spiritual. There are people who are in their own fields, respectively. And I think that's why we wanted to have Claudia on to talk about her experiences and with what exactly you've been doing and all the amazing things you've done in your career. And uh, Megan, I, I want to ask you, like, I mean, what's been your, 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 your own independent observations of all these amazing people who are having coming on to share their backgrounds? I just think it's fascinating. Well, the, the main thing, the main thing that I have seen or the main I guess, objective is there's a lot of people who in our field who didn't, who might've had our abilities as children, or maybe they didn't, but they all did something different. They kind of walked the quote unquote normal path of life. And they always, they found their way, you know, um, but eventually um, they had their spiritual awakening or they had their calling and they kind of woke up, so to speak. And they have these amazing spiritual careers where they're helping so many people, probably on a level that they thought they never would be able to, um, and reach as many people as they have. And I just think it's so cool that so many of our guests are so inspiring to the people listening to all of our listeners who are maybe in that nine to five job that they're just not happy with, or they know that there's something more calling them. And I think a lot of our listeners have all had this calling, this awakening that's been, Hey, there's something I'm going to take this, you know, this risk, I guess, sometimes it is a risk to leave like what's comfortable and what you've like kind of um, been doing for a long time or what you're used to and coming out of your comfort zone and stepping into this, this, this path, this spiritual path is some, it's scary sometimes. And when you do it, there's, it's so rewarding. And that's kind of like what I've learned from a lot of the people that we've had on our show. Well, do you agree or? Yeah, no, I love, I love the whole risk benefit analysis, like thinking about mm-hmm. it. For anyone listening to us right now, if you're on the fence about wanting to start a new career for yourself, you and I are examples of this ourselves, Megan, as well. I'm doing it right now as we speak. I'm taking the plunge in the deep end. And I think sometimes <laughs> having the courage to do that, you'll be rewarded exponentially. Yeah. I left and, my family business and yeah. uh, real estate investment investors, and it was very scary to take that leap. And 
Um, and here we are um, years later. And so that's like my, one of my biggest questions for Claudia is like how I want to know about for those, for the listeners who haven't, who don't know who you are, can you explain like your upbringing and how you yeah. found your way into spirituality? Sure. sure. Um, I come from a, a bi-cultural uh, family. Let's say both of my parents are uh, Italian, but mm. we grew, I grew up in the United States. So half of my life was in the United States. And as I, uh, you know, when you, you grow up and you look at your uh, uh, parents in a certain way, but after my parents passed, I found out this incredible amount of information about them. They were both in the occult, my mm. mom and my dad in two different ways. Uh, my father was a channeler. My mother was a reader. And it's something they never spoke about. And uh, my sisters and I, would talk about this after they were gone and they would say, did you ever think, Oh, did you ever think, did you ever think, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so, so let's say that for me, it, like you said in the beginning, both you, Jason and Megan, it, for most people, it starts when you're very young. I could remember, I, I must've been about four or five when I started seeing things, you know, and never um, was it anything to be fearful of. I remember that. Um, and I didn't know what to do with it because I didn't think it was like a game. You know, you see, you play things, you see people you, and they're playful and you just play. <laughs> um, then you get messages. I used to get messages and I didn't know what to make of them. So I used to write about them. I, I would write poems and uh, these short two line uh, poems. And it was a way for me to get out, you know, to, to, to elaborate what was happening to me. And I, like you said, Megan, most people uh, come to their, let, I don't like to use the word calling, but you know, you are called in a certain moment. And I was called when I couldn't stand working in the university system anymore. This, this patriarchal institution, I couldn't take it anymore. And so I thought, well, come on, you know, you should be doing something else. Everything is pointing you in that direction. And that's when I started professionally. And, um, and it was so liberating, not only liberating, but it was so satisfying working with people and knowing that you, um, it's not a power. I can't say you had the power to, but you had the ability to help them in some way. And, and I'm sure it's the same for both of you. Uh, a lot of the things we do, you don't understand clearly why or how you exactly know, but it, it just comes out. It has to come out like this, a river comes out of your mouth. You know, please don't stop me. I'm, I got to say it all, you know, mm -hmm. and then you let it go. And, and, uh, uh, and then people start telling, how could you know that? How would you do, how did you, you know, and, and then it used to creep me out. The hairs used to stand on end when I knew things that I could never possibly know. And um, so then it, I would just come back down to earth, of course, do my work, do my job, pay the bills, do everything, but then go and hone a skill that I saw was really, really interesting for me. Um, I, I hear voices rather than seeing, you know, visually, I see it in my mind's eye, but I hear the voices very, very clearly. The messages come so clearly that it, I don't even get to the end of, of, of an utterance that I know what I'm, you know, what it is. It's, um, it's interesting. It's interesting. And it changes as time goes on. 
maybe, maybe, just maybe because we, I don't want, I'm not sure what to say now. We improve the skill or we are more sensitive. That's it. We become more sensitive to the messages or to the information that we can glean from the universe, perhaps. How did how, you like that for an answer, mm-hmm. Megan? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the more you use it, the more the more you know yeah. you get, I guess. I'd yeah, say for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, more, the more I do it, the better I get. <laughs> I want to ask you this. Megan's been, I think I mentioned this to you before. You've heard about Megan a lot. Now you finally get to yeah. meet her. Yeah. Her interview, but she's yeah, been I'm my so muse. She's been yes. my muse. She's been the source of my spiritual growth and development over the years and actually How interesting. Outright motivated That's me nice. to become an open psychic. So here I am. And my question to you is who's your muse and why? <laughs> well, um, I, I can't say that I have a one person who is a muse, but um, when I started and I had to put myself out there some way, you know, the website, the YouTube channel, all of it, and everyone, you know, the numbers were growing, the numbers were growing. I thought, well, I have to do something, you know? So I started looking at, and I never, ever, ever looked at videos in YouTube, ever, ever. Then I had to because I thought you have to see what other people are doing. So I, I get an understanding of, of what is going on or how to call things, let's say, you know, uh, even on a website, on a website or your services. What do you want to call this service? I read crystal balls. All right. That's called scrying. All right. And I looked around. Well, nobody does that. Nobody. You know? So I, I you had to find out ways to do that. And um, when you say muse, there was one reader. I don't I won't mention her name that I saw myself in. I, I saw myself in her as she was working. And I thought, you know, that's really, really exactly how I feel. And so I followed her for a while. And then I saw the differentiations, you know, I had the distinctions between what I do and what she does. Um, and I tried and initially trying to, I tried to get a read from her, a reading. And, and she was so, so busy a year in advance. And I thought, oh my goodness, well, I guess, <laughs> I guess she must be good, you know? And uh, she was a, a I guess I could call her a muse, but then there are so many different things, you know, um, there are symbols, you, there are um, archetypes like goddesses, um, Kali, Athena, you know, these kind of, of um, personalities, let's say, or, or really archetypes that, that give you messages, that tell you things. And um, so the world that we are in as psychics because i guess if we had one umbrella term i'm not sure would it be okay to call us psychics as a general term psychic readers psychic mediums you know that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and so when you're psychic there you find it's just like going to a candy store when you're a little kid and you've got 10 cents and you walk in and there are all those colors you don't know what to get first you know Yes, it's the mm-hmm. same thing when you get into the psychic world. My God, there are messages from all over. You really have to hold, you know, focus, or else you'll go cuckoo. You know. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. I, agree. I agree. I love the I love the candy store analogy. Oh, like, me too. Face lights <laughs> up when you bring that up. I'll take it up. Especially really in a big it. crowd of people when you open up and there's oh yeah, you know, yeah. multiple people yeah. like wanting something or wanting you to do yes yes like, oh. when I go live on YouTube uh, yesterday I just went live there were 150 people in my chat and I 
so I decided because I was <laughs> I was I was channeling a, 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 a an actor who had passed two years ago, commemorating right. Mm-hmm. And what I did was take his picture. So I had my screen, and I spoke to the audience. I said, "Look, this is the way I'm going to do it because if I." I had to concentrate. I have to, you know, shut the screen off. I put his picture there and had the actor go and pick and choose the answers, the questions to the answer, you know, the answers that he would uh, uh, give the audience. And that was, that was tough. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. it's a, you have to really be able to concentrate. Um, But, you know, you learn how to do that. Uh, um, right. more or less. I don't know what happens if it ever happens to you, but you get, you get these psychic attacks. <sighs> Boom. You know, strange things start to happen. Um, in my case, oh, you know, I fall on my knee, which I never do. And there's no reason to, you know, fall. I don't have heels or, 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 or I bump my head three times in the same place in the same day. And I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. Somebody wants to talk to me again, mm-hmm. you know, but then you see it you know, happening again and again, and you realize I probably didn't shield myself or guard myself in that online session or in, in my, with a client or because you get a negative attachments from so many different places, you know, really. Yes. Constantly having to clean your aura uh, and, cl- yeah. and ground yourself, ground yourself. There's always, yeah. you know, when, when we do work that we do there, it's always, you know, there's some things that we have to do to, to practice, to keep ourselves safe as well and keep our yeah. aura clean and everything like that. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. I used to get a lot of psychic attacks when I was younger in my twenties, uh. when I was kind of blocking out like, nope, this isn't happening. I don't see someone at the end of my bed tonight. Like <laughs> I was like blocking things out. Cause I had just moved into my own apartment when I was 18. Oh. And, and I, you know, things kind of calmed down and like my, you know, when I was younger, I would see and feel. And then, you know, when I started dating, I would, I was able to kind of control things a little bit more. Like when I was, I don't know, yeah. 13, 14, 50, didn't see as much. And then when I moved out, and I was in my own apartment in this hundred year old building. It was like, I was a free for all. I was like <laughs> feeling lights, electricity, music. Like I was like, ah, like what's happening to me. And that's when I was yeah. okay. I can't ignore this anymore. And then that's when I was started seeking people like yourself, like myself, like Jason. And yeah. there really wasn't a lot of options back then in the early no. 2000s. There wasn't a lot of yeah. stores like my store in Tampa. And there wasn't yeah. a lot of um, there wasn't a lot of places to go. There wasn't a lot of information and the internet was nowhere close mm. to what it is today. We didn't have TikTok or Instagram yeah. and all these, you know, very yeah. accessible, accessible information. And there's a lot of good information out there now. There's a lot of yeah. hocus pocus out there as well. But yeah. Yeah. That's is, the right uh, word. Ooh, hocus pocus is yeah, really Especially good. on TikTok. Uh-huh. Ooh, I so saw, much um, uh, false, just false recently at the beginning of the year, I think it was, I was looking around for schools or, you know, institutions that worked with mediums that would Mm -hmm. not teach, but elevate, you know, where you can meet people like yourself, right? Definitely. And I had new techniques. Yeah, it had, um, it was in um, Switzerland, and they had it uh, every quarter of the year, they would have a two week retreat, and people would come from all over the world. It had just, they closed it the month before I checked. And it was unfortunate because, you know, we get a bad rap. I mean, people, you know, they, of course, they don't believe what we do, right? And right. Um, in, in the beginning, I was so sensitive to that. And I thought, 
well, maybe I am a quack. You know, I used to say to myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we've all had that thought process. Anyone yes. who does this work, it's yeah. you question yourself at least once yeah. or twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but wanna, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I just want to ask you, because I know a lot of people are probably, we get this all the time too. You probably get this being a practitioner. Mm-hmm. Let's say someone comes up to you and asks you, I try so hard. I hear on your show that you guys can meditate and you can be spiritual. And I try so hard to connect, but I just can't connect. What recommendations would you give someone in our audience who wants to connect more based on your personal experiences that helps open them up to spirituality? Well, uh, what I have to say links to a a platform, a perspective that I have, obviously, you know, I don't want to talk politics, but I speak from a platform. I'm speaking from where I am, right? From my experience. And no matter what, a religious or spiritual backgrounds you have, um, people have come to me from all different backgrounds and they say, what can I do? Just like you said. So I say, you know, but at the same time, the same people ask me, well, is there a God? Was Lord Krishna, did he exist? Was he, all of that. And what I say is, you know, there are uh, those among us, who walking among us that are elevated Their spirit is elevated. They have a certain vibrational rate and they attract like vibrations. Having said that, you yourself can do the same. But if you know that the divinity that you are praying to out there, part of that is in you. You have a divine presence within you. And if you, not if, you need to contact that. Uh, inner voice, so many call an inner voice, so that you will be able to connect to the divine. And so there's also, it's all about language as well. You hear people, all of us, we do too. I'm connecting to my higher self. You need to talk to your higher self. I'm looking, well, how high can I go? You know, (laughs) and um, but it's, if I just said an inner divinity and a higher self, that is two different you know, those are two different dimensions, obviously. So I have a piece of a, of a cake, a really big cake, mm-hmm. but that cake is a pie in the sky, you know, mm-hmm. and I, 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 I'm just one of the ingredients and the pie is up there. And when we pass, we get to have it. We get to taste it, actually. So, Definitely. but you know, joke, jokes aside, a lot of the ways that uh, through my channeling sessions, um, the, uh, the spirits that were talking because the questions came and the, the answers were um, singing and using your vocal cords is a very strong way to improve or increase your vibrational rate and to get you into a state. I guess I would want, I could call it a state of, I don't like to use the word meditation, a state where you can connect. But it is, you know, that sound, um, the sound like a of higher consciousness that you tap into, yeah, right? Exactly. Like it, the sounds made by the, the um, Arab language, the guttural mm-hmm. sounds. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, but it's a singing sound. They actually vibrate or mm-hmm. singing actually and changing the span of your vocal cords. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. a long answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, but I I, I totally, we totally get it though. We've had Jason and I have had um, experience with um, doing oh, the chants and the ohms, and you know we've yeah. had. There's this yeah. one guy that I've listened to. Um, his name is Stephen Stephen Goldman or 
Goldman, I think. Mm -hmm. And he does a seven chakra tuner cleanser. And I've listened to his and I've given it to a lot of my clients too, like even after Reiki or people just coming into the, to the shop to see Jason and I, and we have like given out this thing and you listen to it with headphones, especially, and it's a bunch of, he records a bunch of monks chanting the ohms. And it's when you do, when you do it along with them, it's not about how you sound, you know, it's all about how you, when you Uh, hit that vibration exactly that vibration yeah um i'm not gonna like scary yeah 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 yeah. but but it's like when you hit that you could feel this intense energy shooting through your body and i felt like two different hands i felt like when i was getting yeah when i get reiki i could feel like my earth hands like my body and i can also feel my spirit hands like floating above it and i feel like they're like flat and i can feel my my body holding the crystals it's such an intense feeling that those chants can really give people and that was when i was this First when you opening up. while you're talking, uh, I make there's a different way of the hands, you know, because of the higher self and your inner voice. Imagine a hand on the outside and a hand on the inside pushing. Mm. That that connection there, that is a good way of of you know the connection to spirit. You know, I yeah, love definitely. I love too the idea of the healing power of sound, the healing modality yes. of music. Yes. Like during the pandemic, yes. I know Megan knows this very well. I would tell her that we're in the height of the quarantine. I was blasting my music and running around my house, like listening to songs. I thought you were going to tell me you were singing in the shower. No, 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 He he does that too. I'm sure he does that too. (laughs) (laughs) With his birds uh, chirping along, (laughs) singing along probably at this point, they're parrots. So they know lots of words. But yeah, oh, if yeah, only they know. could talk. But, right, exactly. Oh, they do talk. Trust me. Oh, <laughs> you go over there and they're like, oh, how silly like, of me. <laughs> yeah, they have a call for us. They, they're they so funny. They're the best. But yeah, but again, sounds, birds, you know, they hear, yeah. they communicate through that too. And that's, it's just so, it's such a beautiful thing. Jason and I um, recently learned how to incorporate, we've already been doing like crystals into a lot of our work, but we learned how to incorporate sound into mm-hmm. our healings recently, like yes. with big shaman drums and we love them so yeah. much. Um, and you know, I've been using sound bowls for a long time and I have like one made. When you say sound and... bowls, uh, are, do you mean uh, the round bowls? Yes. With the, like the crystal the Tibetan bowls. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I've had the Tibetan ones. Those are more of like a, like brass or silver. Oh, brass. Um, what are these metals? This is made of crystal, like pure crystal. They oh melt. my God. Yeah. They oh, melt it I'll down. They look. reform it. And they mm-hmm. do them with amethyst now, rose quartz. Um, beautiful. And yes. And they make the most beautiful sounds. So you have the healing energy from mm-hmm. the crystals plus the sound. And it just mm-hmm. is such a great combination with energy healing or even like during readings and just kind of the, like set mm-hmm. the tone. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, interesting. Yeah. I, I love the fact that you're on our show. Could you, you kind of attest to all the different points we try to make during our interviews. And one of those <laughs> yeah. is I want to ask you about your your writing background. Can you tell oh. us a little about your books and what you yeah, write about? With, okay. I'm a, um, all of my publications are academic. I have to say that three times. They're all academic. They're all academic. They're all academic. A lot of the essays and the research findings are a little less academic because, uh, and they're more recent, 2018, where I work with a TV um, series in the United States. And I analyze, I use my social linguistic tools, you know, I go through different things. And to to glean, because I'm a specialist in um, ideology and power in language. And so that's what I come out. But it's funny, like you said, I want to know about your writing. 
whoa, he's, oh, you can't imagine what I'm doing now <laughs> because oh, I have this baby. I've got a baby mm-hmm. here. I'm in gestation and I changed the rules of the whole book. And now, you know how when you have something, you've got this ball, this thing, creature, and it, it's so ugly. And you don't know how you're going to love it, right? <laughs> and then to make it beautiful, you have to change it, dress it up. I don't... Yeah, so I did right. that recently with the book that I was writing. And all of a sudden, I'm in love. And it's been four days. I don't sleep at night so I can... Right? <laughs> wow, and that's that full moon. Title, you got that creative. The, yeah. <laughs> the title is The, pa- the Power of... Right, the Magic. The Magic of Power. Oh, wait a minute. The magic of pleasure seeking, (laughs) the magic of pleasure seeking. I've been working on it for about two years and I hate it. I hate it. I hated it. And now I got it. Mm. And, you know, and it's going to reflect what I want to say, because I had met a few people who were um, coaching me on, on what you can say, what you can't say, because the American public, this, that, and the other thing. And I thought, what the? how can I write if I don't, you know, if I have to watch out what I'm saying. And this time I'm going to, you know, because it's pleasure seeking, I'm going to keep a chapter in there, the elephant in the room. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We'll have to talk about it. I love it. You know, you're kind of, so you're going to make it more of a metaphysical, like, well, the the medical, the metaphysical gets in there because mm-hmm. I do talk about goddesses and how the role of a god, you know, it's, it's pitched to women, women from the late Zen, the, well, see, the 18 to 35, right? And um, yes. it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, <laughs> I don't want to give you any more information. <laughs> well, we're so excited. It's, and it's a narrative nonfiction. So I have uh, experiences of my clients in in the chapters as well and it's a practical book uh, the of course there, there's also a chapter in the magic of signs and how to read signs and how to use mm-hmm. signs you know and signs are linked to symbols as well synchronicity you know? yeah yeah and synchronicity and so that <laughs> is coming out and i'm um I'm so, so excited. I'm so excited because I, I've got it and the baby's growing. You know? Oh, well, we would, we <laughs> would love to have you course. on again when you're, oh, yeah, when when you're ready to, to launch yeah. it. And sure. if you ever want to do anything in person that. down here, oh, we can sure. do for you I'll down here. Fly right Tampa. there. <laughs> I'm down to Tampa. We got a big uh, sure. bookstore. So signings <laughs> and it'd be fun. Good. Like, at a physical Good. store. Love so. to. Claudia, two things. I love, I love just your energy and what you're sharing with us today. I just, it's, it's amazing. I want to ask you two questions. One, touching on what you're talking about with yeah. your own creative energy, I'd like to see if you could tell us how you feel the power of creating things works in your life. And then yeah. I also yeah. wanted to see if you could just add into that to tell us a little about your podcast okay. and how that factors yeah. into everything else you've been doing. Yeah. Okay. Now, when we talk about power, it's, it's a social thing. And it's, in my, uh, it's an interpersonal game. It's a game, right? So even my podcast is an interpersonal game. Just like this, we talk, you give us the floor. I shut up when I look that, you know, when I see you do something and I see that, you know, so how does power figure in what in my writing? Um, It's something that I have to be very careful with and dose it because instead of being 
a prescriptive. You got to do this, 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 this. Nobody wants to read that. They want to be interactive. They, you know, they want to be able to play with the book. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a pleasureful thing. Um, and I also thought of, um, uh, <laughs> I will, um, a pleasure support group because so many women really don't believe they deserve pleasure. And so that is, you know, one of the, um, the, the goodies that will come out of that. But power is essential to the way you move, the way you communicate, even the way you use your body language, um, how you dress, of course, everything speaks of you. But when you open your mouth and something comes out, you could look like a dog, but that's what really is, is you know, the seller, the pit of the seller. Um, let's see, the, the um, podcast, the podcast, um, I had mentioned to you, uh, Jason, uh, uh, when we were on together in your podcast, that initially my podcast started as a way of me reading my chapters when I hated the baby. <laughs> and, and, and I thought maybe by reading them, every episode was a chapter and I would get to like it. Well, I didn't get to like it that much. So then I stopped and I started interviewing other people. Now I have about 112 um, episodes. And so it's, it's a wonderful, like you know, like you both know, it's just mm-hmm. fantastic to talk to people, argue even with people, you know, let right. them talk, but, you know, call them out on their car you know, bullshit that they say sometimes, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you have to, you have to keep people on their toes and keep them honest. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And you definitely are a straightforward um, type of person. And I really like that about you because you seem very, I'm a straight shooter. Yeah. I'm sorry about it. Hard on your sleeve. (laughs) And that's kind of the way I am too. I'm also Italian. So, you know, Oh, and I also come from goodness. a line of, yeah, my, well, my Italian side. We're all represented. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and um, my Italian side is also intuitive. Like I come from Catholic um, intuitives that it was yeah. kind of hush hush in the generation before yes. me, like yes. the generation before you is more of like, yeah. mm, we won't talk about it yeah. because, you know, things have changed. And, you know, before, yeah. you know, the tarot was, is from, I believe what I've been told from Italy, it's yeah. where it originated, yeah. kind of Original, they say, you know. Well, so, yeah, the, the the French and the Italians fight for right. that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so it's like you know, I feel like it's it's been in our in our genes, yeah. our cult, in the culture for so long, and and glad that yeah. we're able to kind of just come out and be be true to who we are now in yeah. this day and age, and not be ostracized for it. <laughs> well, let's make a pact. Um, mm-hmm. I will definitely come to Tampa and you know sign books or whatever, let's do and it. we'll play. But you guys have to come to Rome. <laughs> oh, we are we are down. I I love it. I've I haven't. We're playing on Megan's idea years. right now. I'm telling you. Years, so I need to go. Synchronicity. Can I just raise this point? Megan and I were just talking about how we want to go and visit our guests, and I feel like the synchronicity of you bringing that up it, it touches on right. everything. I there's the, the role and power of synchronicity mm-hmm. in our lives. Like yeah. Megan and I have so much synchronicity how we and our backgrounds and who we are. And you and I connected last year at the synchronicity yeah. where you grew up and where I'm from in New Jersey. And yeah. I just want to ask yeah. you this, when you look at the power of synchronicity and how it's influenced your life, what would you share with our audience as one of the most synchronistic events in your life that has motivated you on your journey? Ah, uh, well, you know, uh, people have to know that the synchronicity is, is a, a little bit like luck, you know, being at the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And you don't know why, 
And uh, I, I have to say that it's everything that I do, every single thing that I do. I can't say that there is one specific, at least not here, now, not at this moment on Auntie's two feet that I have. No, I can't think of anything specific. Well, meeting you both is pretty, pretty, uh, you know, synchronous. But I can't say of it that anything else isn't, you know. Um, right, I'll give you an, an example. You know, I, I could remember when I was uh, little, every Saturday morning, we would get a little bit parked in front of the television, you know. And we would watch Abbott and Costello, all their movies and all of those things. And I would love that. I come to Rome, live in Italy, Tuscany, then in Rome. And I'm, you know, fixing the apartment. And I said, okay, let me get some, some you know, portraits of, of Costello, Lou Costello from where I grew up, right? I put them on the, on the walls right near the window because my window is very large. And a woman walked past, she saw, uh, she saw the pictures and she rang me and she said, and she was an older woman. She said, I, is that, I, how did you want, you know, she was thinking, where are you from? What are you doing? How could you have that? You know, and she, it was a distant relative of the family, wow. you know? Yeah. And, and so why would that have happened that day? Right. right. You, know? you put it up and she walks by. Yeah, and I might have had, yeah, maybe I needed to remember my roots, you know. <laughs> right. And maybe she needed some kind of confirmation yeah, too that exactly you know, exactly about. And that's it's so beautiful yeah. how that happens. And we really are yeah. all so connected. And it's, yeah, that's why you have to be nice to people. That's why you have to be nice to people because everybody is an extension <laughs> of, you know. We're all Except somehow one related. We're all so connected. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> for the way running on your S list and you're, you know, not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Gotta get back in your good graces. <laughs> yeah. So um, Jason was telling me, Megan, that you have a store, um, this crystal store. And I thought she's in heaven. I mean, yes. she's in heaven. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm surrounded by crystals. And how like, long have you had the store? Books. I've had it since probably about six or seven years. It started mm -hmm. more as I was an artist. I was making things with crystals Mm -hmm. making jewelry, making things. And then people kept writing my Etsy saying, your crystals are so charged. They're so cleared. Like they're so powerful. I'm like, what are they talking yeah. about? What are like, they talking about? <laughs> no. And then yeah. I had a few more weird quote unquote happenstances yeah. where people were like, you know, you are, you're a healer, you're sending out energy, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You need, and then I went to Lilydale up in, you know, New York, which is a second yeah. community. I'm sure you've heard of it. Medium yeah. community. And they kind of guided me and said, you need to like redo your store and make it just completely metaphysical, oh, get away from wow. online, nice. start doing your readings and healings more. And yeah. that's what I did. Yeah. And it just took off. And here we are that's now great. we have, you know, a psychic, you know, that's show great. and a network and <laughs> that's great. It's, been, it's, it's been, great. It's been it's wild. Great. It's great. But we're definitely, we have a lot of really beautiful crystals from around the world and thousands i'm not kidding thousands oh. of tarot and oracle decks like so oh have, i can imagine i can it's imagine really fun it's like the Jason, disney world for psychics we have everything we have, or we have herbs we have you know a lot of we have reiki we have readings you know yeah. jason will make some guest appearances there and we have other you know uh, mm -hmm. readers that come in and do guest appearances that have like followings on youtube and stuff like yeah. that and it's really great. We have a, we have a really great time. It's, it's a, it's a community, you know, we have. Okay. So the pack stands, I go to Tampa, you guys come here. 
We love that idea. I'll do it. Yeah. Get ready for us. I have I see that comfortable weather couch in your background there. <laughs> I'm a, I call that couch, Jason. <laughs> you the floor. Okay. Claudia, we just Same got back from you. California. So oh, yeah. I can tell you when we travel, where? we travel in where? style. Where did you yeah, go? We do. <laughs> We're Malibu and uh-huh. uh, LA and sa- we went to San Diego. We got to see the Redwoods. Megan was yeah. the best nice, tour nice, guide. Nice. I've ever had in my entire life, the best trip of my life. <laughs> I, I, I can't even begin to tell you, we got to meet one of our producers and we got to work with one of our prior guests at the end of Bari. And oh, that's um, nice. That's just, nice. It's, that's it's great. Amazing. It was, it so yeah, if we come to Italy, I'm telling you, we'll be doing it in style. All right. And you will see Megan on your couch. And you will see... <laughs> Jason hiding behind that cool little... It's a deal. It's a deal. It's a deal. I love your game of thrones. Your game of thrones uh chair thrones chair in the background i love it oh where is it, it where like, is it right behind you it looks like oh, the... it's a screen it's a screen that's a it screen like the game that's a screen it's a I screen love it. yeah oh it's I beautiful it. it's beautiful <laughs> it, it, you can't see the top of it wait if you could see it's there's beautiful. the top of it yeah okay 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 yeah. it looks and like it's like on a stand the game of thrones the throne yeah for those of you who are listening she's got some great got great stuff in her in her apartment there in rome <laughs> looks like some fun stuff we got to come out and hang out go see your paintings and yeah, yeah it's a little it. eclectic a little eclectic, i love it yeah. we're very eclectic so sure. i know I'm, I'm redoing my podcast room that's why it's all like blank behind me but oh uh, <laughs> so for next season it's gonna be really snazzy with like you know crystals and all my good yeah, stuff. after so. you come to rome that's right i <laughs> Yeah. I'll be inspired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, I want I want to ask you because we're running a lot of time. If you yeah. could share your information with our audience, we're gonna have it in our show notes. Sure, but it's the best way to reach out to you. Sure, um, I have two websites. One is uh, www.claudiamonacelli.com, and the other is www.cristelmartinet.com. I have a YouTube channel that is uses both names Claudia Monicelli aka Christelle Martinet and my uh, Instagram ch- uh, handle has um is very popular and it's is the at the magic of pleasure seeking so those are probably the mid biggest and I think in Twitter it's magic of pleasure but that's that I won't give out my phone number. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, no. It'd, be, it'd be ringing off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> you have lots of Rome suitors at your door ringing your bell. Psychic attacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a lot of family members. You're right. A lot of, a lot of people on the on the other side coming through. Right. I understand that definitely. <laughs> we we really appreciate you coming on. Oh, it was such a pleasure to meet you, uh, Megan. Really, and to yeah. see you again, Jason. And we'll talk again. We'll talk. I would again. say this. Of course, it's just such, it's a pleasure having you share yourself with us today, and, and all your gifts and just your insight <laughs> and wisdom. And we appreciate you coming on. And I'm so glad you finally got a chance to meet Megan. And yes, you know, yes. No, it was not. Circle. It's it's it. It can only be fun, you know. Because all of a sudden, my God, people like me, I can tell them anything. <laughs> yes. You know, and we're all, and we all great. like think alike, you know, you, like yeah. you said, you attract, you know, similar type of similar vibrations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope to he- talk to you both soon again. Oh, you'll see us. We'll be there. We'll be there. In <laughs> we're coming. Yeah. Make a plan. Thank you. <laughs> all yes. right. Bye-bye, Jason. Bye. It was so great. Bye-bye, Megan. Bye. 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 Bye